Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour. I'm Dr. Mystery, your host, here with my co-host, Donna Lee. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Uh, On this Sunday afternoon, we have the opportunity of uh, really giving people some uh, great insight into their health. There's really no better person to help give insight than patients that have already gone through it themselves. Would you mm-hmm. agree, Donna? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we have amazing patients. We They're do so have amazing kind. patients. And they've, and they've given us time. And, and we're really lucky to have um, a patient calling in today, uh, Mike. Let's bring him on. Hey, Mike. Thanks a lot for Hi, joining Mike. us today. Hey, thank you all for having me on. I hope all's well. Yeah, all's, well, we hope all's, all's well with you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you are a patient who uh, we diagnosed with prostate cancer and uh, and treated with a radical prostatectomy. And uh, I, I'd love to share a little bit about how we kind of uh, met each other, uh, kind of the journey that we went on together. It, it's kind of ironic how this all kind of came together. Um, we were doing a segment on our radio show. Uh, I also do a radio show. And we were doing a segment on the radio show about vasectomies. And during the uh, basketball March Madness type of deal, so we got to meet each other. One thing that I always try to tell people, because not only do I do radio, I'm also a healthcare professional. So as being with the healthcare professionals, I understand what is, how important it is to have a relationship with your physician. So my primary care doctor had asked me when he said, hey, you need to go get checked on this because of the numbers, especially in the African-American community, the numbers are always kind of swayed the other way and you got to be more visual to it. And I'll be honest with you, as a black man, we don't like to go to the doctor that often. So I felt comfortable with my primary care physician and he said, do you do you know someone? I said, well, actually, I do know this doctor. And we hit it off right away. I felt very comfortable with meeting Dr. Mystery and saying, if I'm going to have to go get checked by a physician, this is the physician that I want to go be seen by. One of the interesting things about this, about how it started, inherently in people's minds, the type of patient that's ready for a vasectomy isn't necessarily the one that thinks that they need to worry about prostate cancer, right? We think of the vasectomy is kind of a younger person's problem and the prostate cancer is kind of an older patient problem. It must have been quite a shock for you to think that you were going to have to worry about both of these things kind of in the same time point in your life. Absolutely. I mean, I, I was just getting ready. I just had my daughter, and I was like, okay, now it's time for me to get this vasectomy. This other information comes about, and I'm like, wait a minute. How is this happening to me? I feel like I'm great, and that's the other thing. You feel good. You act like you're good. Some of these signs you don't know about, and that's why when you told me, hey, we need to sit down and talk, These are this is what's going on, I was kind of like, no, not me. We just went through this vasectomy and all this other stuff. It was it was a trying time. It was definitely a trying time. And, and as woke as you are as an individual <laughs> when it comes to understanding your own health, uh, don't let anybody that's listening think for a second that you were easy to convince to get a prostate biopsy <laughs> and go through it. You were you were as painful as as it gets, my friend. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of funny because you you kept trying to talk to me about it. I didn't want to talk to you about it. You're like, no, you got to sit down and talk to me about it. I was like, I don't want to talk to you about it at all. Thank goodness you I had mean? your text. You gotta, if I didn't you have your cell phone, right now? if I didn't have your cell phone, you would have run away uh-huh. and you wouldn't come. And and I'm not going to say this is unique amongst the African American community, but I will say 
that the idea of coming in to see me and getting a prostate exam and getting tested and being told all the things that could happen to you if you were diagnosed, they're very frightening. They're frightening for a 60-year-old man. They're definitely frightening for a man in his 40s. No doubt. I mean, uh, the conversation was hard. Nobody ever wants to hear, hey, Mike, can you come into my office today? I'm like, I'm not scheduled today. He said, <laughs> yeah, I know, but I need you to come into my office today. I will get you on the schedule. We need to have a conversation. And then you, you also start, as soon as that's being told to you, everything starts running through your head. Now, we knew there was a possibility of it because of the PSA, and I'm sure you're going to get into that. But once the PSA numbers, so there was a possibility of it, then we do everything that we had to do. And then you give me the phone call, and I have to, and I have to, tell, my, I have to tell my wife, hey, we need to go see Dr. Mystery. And so, now her mind is racing. So you're not so, even 50 yet. And uh, what was your PSA when, uh, when you first had it tested by your primary care provider? When my primary care saw it, it was uh, like a four. That's right. And and it's like, that's a little high, Mike. And I'm like, oh, really? You know, oh, we'll be okay. We'll be okay. You you start going through all these denial. And like I said, I, I, I work in healthcare. So when I start looking and start looking things up, you start knowing the numbers and what you're supposed to be at and what you're not at. So it's a it was a big scare. And then having to sit down and speak with my wife about it at the time and, and saying, hey, this is where we're at. This is what we got to do. That was a tough, tough conversation. But you and your bedside manner, and I'm not just saying that because <laughs> we're on the phone, with, I mean, together, just because we're together, doesn't mean anything to me. It was the way that you presented it to me and my family. And and that was the easing part of it all. Well, we're very intimate together, you and I, Mike. And so... <laughs> A little too intimate at some point. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> and so you really illustrate this topic and this, this idea of age-specific PSA ranges. Although four is generally accepted as kind of the cutoff on normal versus abnormal, given how young you are, we really wanted to see a PSA closer to 2 or 2.5. And so in explaining to you that your number may be 4, but you're really abnormal for somebody your age, that was really a message that I that I really wanted to get across to you and to a lot of our listeners. Right. And I appreciate it because, and like you said, I wasn't the easiest person of convincing of the way that we were going to go. There was a lot of things going on in my life at the time that I felt not necessarily were more important because obviously my overall health is the most important. But when you start to break it down and where you were telling me I was to where it, it wasn't on that, we got to do it immediately scale because... I was fortunate enough that I didn't have to be on that immediate, immediate scale. There are some that have to be on that. That's right. Um, but, the UT football program. But I was program. fortunate enough that I was on a different one. <laughs> the UT p- football program was a little bit of a priority, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if, I, if I can be quite honest with everybody. <laughs> we had to work around honest, their football schedule. To be schedule. quite honest right? with you, you are 100% right. It was the UT football program. So, so, so uh, the very first thing that I had recommended to you was some imaging and MRI of the prostate, and then and then ultimately leading to a prostate biopsy. Were you scared of that prostate biopsy? Uh, absolutely, I was. I was on the point where I was like, "This is crazy to me. What are we gonna do?" And you're like, "Hey, man, this is the process." And I'm like, I, "I'm looking at this. I'm looking at that." And I'm like, "No, this is not gonna work, man." And that's when you said we became very intimate with each other during this process. <laughs> And I was like, my man, you are supposed to be my friend. And you kept saying, yeah, I'm your friend. That's why I'm taking care of this for you. 
Well, uh, we, we went through that prostate biopsy and, you know, kind of in retrospect, uh, do you have any advice that you would give people or kind of anything that you would say to people that are looking to, to undergo that procedure to diagnose them for prostate cancer? Well, the one thing that I will say to everybody, and I say this every day on, on our show, is go get checked. Number one, it's easy to be the opposite direction. It's easy to say, I don't want to go to the doctor. It's easy to say, I'm okay. Oh, I can beat this. If you don't know, you're never going to be able to handle it. You're never going to be able to address the situation. And the most important way to get things done is to address the situation. Know your numbers. Know what it's all about. Because, and I'm speaking to the African-American community right now, we are the worst at going to the doctors. And I say that because I'm part of it, not because (laughs) I heard about it. I have people in my family that I talk to about it all the time. I have friends that I talk to about it all the time. You have to go to the doctor. Even if we don't like the answer, we still need to know the answer because not only are you living for you, you're living for your family. You're living for your friends. You're living for your kids. And that, to me, when we had that conversation, Dr. Mystery, you were more concerned about me being around for my kids later on. And that's what made me say, all right, man, I'm with you. Let's go get this done. Well, that's great, Mike. Uh, If you can stick around for a little bit, uh, we're going to take a little message from our sponsors. Donna, why don't you tell people how to get a hold of us? Um, yeah, you can reach us at 512-238-0762 during the week. Uh, that was the best public service announcement ever, by the way. So <laughs> thanks to Mike for that. Uh, our website is armormenshealth at gmail. I'm sorry, armormenshealth.com. Our email address is armormenshealth at gmail.com. So send us all your questions. And uh, thanks again for a great segment. We will be right back. The Armor Men's Health Hour will be right back. If you have questions for Dr. Mystery, email him at armormenshealth at gmail.com. 